You know what I hate at this time of year, Gary? What's that, mate? I hate feeling cold, wet and damp, especially seeing as our 2020 has been a shit year. Let's be honest about that. Um, but if you want to make your year and your day just a little bit warmer, a little bit nicer, check out Northern Summit Clothing. Uh, they are on Twitter, they are on Facebook, they are on Instagram. It's a good friend of the show, um, so we're doing this for him. Um, what would you say a good discount is? 5%, 10%? Uh, well, this I'm discount is 20%. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm a greedy bastard, so I'll take 20% all day. 20%? Do you know what I mean? He doesn't want an extra 20%. Someone says, do you want a pint and an extra 20%? You're not going to turn it down? That all so, depends if it's all foam in the pint. You know, the extra 20% is all like, just the head. Exactly. Uh, uh, but you take it. So, if you know, the listeners, if we haven't yet, want to go and check out Northern Summit Clothing, get yourself t-shirts, jumpers, hats, with a custom design that is suitable for everyone at any age. Um, Check them out. That's smashing. So that's what was that? Is that Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all was uh, Northern Summit Clothing. I believe it's NSC20 on Etsy. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 20% off. And it's just it's one of your mates, isn't it? Like, did you, I don't know what happened, how you know them, but yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a friend from the Navy. Day one, week one, we was together. Um, inseparable by the hip, you know. Um, especially us Navy types. If you want to make them jokes, I'll let them, you make. I'll let you make them. But um, no, he's just a guy who will absolutely run through mountains for anyone. So I thought I'd give give him a little shout out. Absolutely, that's no problem for us. Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Russian Fumble Podcast. Joining me today are my co-hosts Harrison and Phil, and with us this week to decimate Kirk Cousins is Andy Henson. How are we all doing today, gents? Excellent. All right. Very good, thank you. Jolly good. All right, so the, today's subject is the $84 million man himself, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. I believe Andy's going to be the defending team. Harrison and Phil, you're going to be the opposing team. Let's see where we can go with this. Who wants to kick off? Go on, Andy, you start, mate. Lord <laughs> from the defence wins championships. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I was just saying before we started that... Uh, this was quite easy for me to build some sort of case because I wrote a piece for um, Paul earlier in the year about the whole cousin situation and try to look at look maybe look beyond the contract for a start because I don't I see that as like in football when there's a massive transfer fee spent and as a fan I'm just like not my place to care about that really you see what he does on the pitch but um, I think he's just, he's not helped because he's not a well-liked character and I don't really know why. Um, <laughs> I, he's bland and he's, yeah, he's dull, but I don't think he's ever done anything to really offend anybody. He's just the epitome of beige for me. Yeah. He's a plain cheese sandwich. <laughs> no, I mean, he, he likes the odd Bible quote on Twitter and He's just a bit bland, isn't he? Um, he's a right-handed <laughs> I think overall he's he's tarnished definitely by his his time in Washington as well. I think and my my kind of summing up thought when I wrote the piece for Paul was that it's almost like two careers for him. He spent six years or so in Washington in crap teams, uh, in and out of the team, some good, some bad. 
middle of the road completely. And I think he's now got a chance in a, a better franchise, maybe. Um, I kind of see how the second part of his career pans out. But um, I think there's plenty in there, if you dig deep enough, there's plenty in there to suggest that he's actually not nearly as bad as people think he is. All right. So that's my. That... Uh, I don't know. Like, cause looking at his, he was what fourth round pick for the for for Washington. Yes, he wasn't a great guy. He's supposed to be behind RG three as is, but they were drafting yeah. him a year, right? So his his uh, his contract in Washington as well. Like, they was it not franchise tag like two times or something like that? Yeah. So, so he was never really wanted for big money. And then the Vikings went, well, we like this guy. He's bland as shit. Let's give him eighty four million dollars. Well, how, how is that possibly defensible? Yeah, I mean, at the time, I, again, we talked about it just before we kicked off, and I think maybe a lot of us were just sort of blindsided by the shit history that we'd had. It was like, you know, since when when I started watching the Vikings, we had Teddy had like his leg had fallen off. Um, we ended up with Sam Bradford, who was the next big hope. He was shit. Um, we ended up with Case Keenum, shit. some shit, some good. You know, he had the Saints thing. And I think Cousins was just looked upon as like, oh, an actual starting quarterback that we've managed to get here. This might be all right. He was a solid enough option. But again, the, the contract thing was just overshadowed the whole thing. All those quarterbacks at least trained you ready for Cousins. That kind <laughs> of... Um... Bang average, middle of the road. Yeah, we could have brought we could have brought a lot of other people. And I mean, I don't know who else was available at the time, but uh... but I think that's why you got kind of caught with cousins in that contract. Is the, yeah. the there wasn't a lot of options around there. Yeah, you, you weren't terrible enough to get one of the kind of the um, draftable quarterbacks, which left you trying to find free agency. And Kirk Cousins just um, rode his pony into town with his empty saddlebags. You know, religiously, is would it have been a donkey? Rather than a, rather than a pony that you rode well, in on. Well, it's Christmas time, so. Hell yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what I have to say on cousins is, he's on a decline, and it's quite frightening. I think how um, quickly he is declining. Um, he seems to be, just looking at his career stats, he had a great year in 2016. And he had a great year in 2018. Well, 19-20, personally, I don't know what your wide receiver car, your offensive line is like. But it's it's not looking good. Um, and how I would judge it is, Jacoby Brissett, um, Andy and the guys might not know, unless you're a Colts fan, is just a standard backup. He does the backup things well. And... If the Vikings were clever and actually got a decent quarterback in, Kirk Cousins would be a good backup. So, like Wentz, just to tie the things together. Yeah. Similar contracts. Part, yeah, part of the thing I would say in his overall defence is our, and it's been a problem since before he came, the O-line is probably the worst part of our team. Um, it's I'd like, argue Kirk Cousins' right arm is the worst part of your team. Well, it's it's shocking. And actually, this season, 
we've kind of rebuilt it a little bit and it's a young it's a much younger line and it's already looking a bit more promising but it's going to take time for that to come to fruition um i don't know it, it's it's strange because everywhere you every stat you look at you can find an argument to say that well he's actually top 10 there or he's top five in that and he's top 10 in that and his numbers he, he, people say he's a stat padded don't they? and Sounds like he is. Yeah, I think he definitely is a like the, the quintessential stat pattern. Like he flatters to deceive a lot of the time. Uh, in my in my somewhat biased view, um, <laughs> obviously being the was it the miracle in Minnesota, the the, the mad catch down the end. Like, there's no way he should have been able to make that. He's he's never been able to throw the length of himself. That was uh, that was Keenum. The descent. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he's. Um, He's been both this season, hasn't he? If you think of like how bad we started and not it's that type of sport. He was he was to blame on a couple of occasions, but like I say, we had a lot more going on. Um and the kind of heat all went on him when we were losing. And then when we've turned it around, it's all Dalvin Cook's doing and Jefferson's doing. So it's I do really like Jefferson. I like I've got a lot of time for the way he plays, and it kind of makes me a little bit sick to say that. Mm. Um but the when you guys played the Packers a few weeks ago, you, like Dalvin Cook, like Kirk Cousins might as well have not been on on the field. You don't even know if he was there or not. He had what like ten. Hey, what, don't think, I, don't, I don't think he was up until about the bye week, was he? <laughs> well, to be honest, going, going one and going one and five at that point. Yeah. And you were the, the only team at that point not to beat the Falcons, and they mm-hmm. were beaten. They were beaten by the Bears, the Cowboys, the Panthers, and the Lions. I think two of those Falcons losses were against the Falcons. <laughs> when he first came it was just like that stuck in the throat even more because it's like shit how much money have we paid this guy and he's literally just getting the ball and handing it off to his running back every single play and it was like fuck I could do that um, and he's had like three three different offensive coordinators since he joined and whatever and I think starts he's, he looks a little bit different this year he's actually running the ball himself more than he ever has, and he, it's incredible to watch because he's like probably slower than Brady, Rivers, Breeze, um, despite being the younger one. But he is a bit able to scramble a bit more and get away from trouble, which is something he's not done before. I'd love so, to see that hundred meter dash. Yeah, that'd be incredible. <laughs> you could pull up the forty, the forty times if you want from the combine. At least they'd make. I want to see about hundred meters. I want to see if anyone actually make it. <laughs> Before having a cardiac arrest. You don't want your quarterback. How I look at it, you know, the league's moving to these quarterbacks who can scramble out of the pocket. And I think it's a flash in the pan for quarterback trends. If you ask me what quarterback I want, um, you know, out of Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, just to make Gary's head a little bit bigger. I'm already struggling to find his hats on Northern Summit. I want a quarterback that's going to stand in the pocket not afraid to take hit and launch it 50 yards and the quarterback is going to try and spin move past people like it's modern 21 or something. Um, I would say to you, Andy, sorry, just one sec, going into the off-season for the Vikings because you're not going to the playoffs. <laughs> Clip that so you can come back to like, just actually bite me when they're doing Kirk Cousins' list of Lombard. <laughs> um, what do you do in the off-season with Cousins? Do you get him out? Do you get rid of him? Do you 
you know, trade him away. It's quite I, big, isn't it? No, I don't think they can. I don't think... Unfortunately, I'd be lying if I said it wouldn't be exciting. If if it sounds like it was going to happen, I'd be thinking, shit, this is, this is exciting, but especially with the options that are out there. But really, I look at the rest of the team and the money side of it, and there's, there's a lot of uncertainty with Anthony Harris, Daniil Hunter, um, Harrison Smith, Rudolph. There's decisions to be made elsewhere, so I don't think it's going to be a priority for them to, to, to do anything this time. And I don't see anybody stepping up to swallow that um, burden either. Was it? Was he on like 25 million a year guaranteed the next two years or something, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Unless. I don't so know. Like, everyone always says. Um, people always say there's like a match made in heaven to ship him off to San Francisco um, to, to go. Um, they yeah. like a mediocre quarterback as well. <laughs> yeah, with a coach that's out there, but it's it's just not. Don't see it happening. I don't. What's the point in them moving on from what they've got now to that? To cousins, certainly. Miami, maybe they could probably do with a <laughs> steady hand. I guess it'd probably probably be uh, either the Saints or the Bucks, if anybody. Like the Saints, I, I, it depends on how they do with Taysom Hill. If they're going to keep him or or not. Because they, they seem to like to have multiple quarterbacks doing absolutely fuck all. Um, or Tom Brady tight end. Might, yeah, exactly. Or Tom Brady might just die on the field having a throw to Antonio Brown or something. Um, <laughs> so if, if the Vikings did go away, those will probably have the biggest amount of, not cap space, I suppose, but like ego space. Well, it depends if they get rid of Brown or not. If they keep Brown, their ego space is pretty full. It's being reduced as well, isn't it? The cap space. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so the Saints are in a lot, of, a lot of trouble for that. Well, not trouble as such, but they just don't have a lot of free space anyway. I think they're already over budget for this year. Um, so next year they're in the super shit. That's something ridiculous. I'm sure it's something ridiculous, like a hundred million over next year. Uh, yeah, but I think if Breeze does it that, then he he lets go of like seventy-five, like fifty million or something like that alone. But they still have a few other other boys to pick up still to keep the signing going. But just to get back to you know slagging off Kirk Cousins because we like slagging off yeah. players on this show. This is what we do. Um, the one game I've seen him in, Andy, is when you played us, and I don't think your offense even turned up. I think we just like played against ourselves in a practice scrimmage because no touchdowns, <laughs> three interceptions, 113 yards, and 42 percent completion rate. I think I could get that. I was just like walking in after like having a couple of beers. Like you say, he's a steady hand, but he's really steady. He's really consistent at being inconsistent, from what I can see. His hands about as steady as Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> no, low blow. I love MJ. So do I. He's good. Yeah, I can't. It's weird because I can't. Everything anyone says against him, you go, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But there's always some. There's always another spin on it, which is all the ones I've written down. Um, he's just like I said earlier. He's not. If he went, I'd be like, yeah, fair, fair, folks, Kirk's gone. If he stays, as long as we address the other bits, I'm also okay with that. Um, he's not going to be a, a world beater. He's never going to change. He's never going to get any quicker. Um, but I just don't think he's our biggest issue. Um, 
He's one of those people who, if it goes to shit, I'm quite happy to throw him under the bus. Like, I'll be, I'll be all over Twitter saying tosser and this, that, and the other. But I also um, defend him when I can and when we're winning. So, what, what do you think you guys need to make him look better than he actually is? Uh, some more work. Keep developing that line, definitely. Um, and I still think we could do with. I mean, our wide receivers are ridiculous. Um, so good, but we've got Jack Shills as 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 an alternative option. Like Kyle Rudolph is now injured. Irv Smith is dead. I think after playing one game, we've got nothing else in that passing game. No surprise option. No, you know, third option. That's You're really constant. Mm. And I think. Like Thielen's not getting any younger and that scares me about what happens when he goes. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's bigger problems, definitely. Well, yeah, I think if you put half the quarterbacks in the league in a team with Thielen, um, Jefferson and Cook, they should be able to um, take you close to the playoffs, really. In regards to the line, I know the defence wasn't great. They they yeah. carted out an awful lot of the, the um the, the, the three cornerbacks all went and two pass rushers in the yeah. summer. I mean that's a hell of a lot to lose, which puts obviously puts a lot of pressure on your quarterback. But I think Cousins it always reminds me of that kid at school who just wants to take the ball off you, run down the pitch and score. Like he wants to he wants to be the face of the franchise. Unfortunately, the face is covered in shit. <laughs> Because he keeps falling over and landing in a turd. He's of his own worst, making. The worst thing about him is you can't think he always fronts up when we when we lose and he always takes the shit. But he just says the same crap all the time and it's always, oh, you know, we've got to do better and we've got to look at us. When you know when you just want someone to come out and say that was shit, make a ridiculous statement, you know throw some shit around at people and he just doesn't do it he's too nice that's the problem it's that leadership thing again like you know the one thing they say about Brady is that you know sometimes when he doesn't shake hands whether he's trying to take some attention away from the poor performance of the team and take some of that pressure onto him that you know you want your quarterback to be a leader and Cousins looks like he could lead a troubadour maybe I don't think Brady has that level of self-awareness about him I think he is just that much of a selfish bollock I completely agree. I don't. I don't think he's any of that. I just think he's like a petulant little fuck who's oh, used to yeah. winning all the time. He's like his toys come out of pram. No, I'm not going to play with you. It's my yeah. ball. I'm taking it home. I'm going to deflate it. Which is basically the antithesis of Cousins, who's really nice and hasn't never wins anything. <laughs> I wonder if he will shake his hand this week. <laughs> oh, maybe. Look, like Cousins is too nice. Maybe like they're the opposite of Tom Brady. You know, maybe he's a. Uh... He's, he's not got that cutting edge, that, that like, win at all costs sort of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's that thing, like, Andy, give me a highlight play that Kirk Cousins has made. This will be short. Was <laughs> <laughs> uh, it a seven-yard seven dump off he made? That was amazing. <laughs> it was the... Um... It was the, I don't know, 70-yard, whatever it was, 60-yard-yard uh, ball to Thielen against the Saints last year to the two-yard line, I think. 
Um, you know what I mean? Your, your quarterback and your leader of the team should be, all right, not doing Patrick Mahomes stuff every week, throwing it behind his back with his eyes closed, but you should be able to pick one from this year where you think, that's more of the Kirk Cousins that I want to see. In reality, you scra- you're scrambling your brain like... Yeah, um, oh. I, I don't think, I mean, it's hard, like, when you've got Cook in your team, it's like, just use Cook, because why fuck wouldn't you? But um, we've actually been better when we've just let him air the ball out a bit more, let him mix it up, let him throw it, because he has got a pretty good record in terms of long passes, and we always look a bit better when we mix it up a bit more. Yeah, he's not. He's, that's it, isn't he? He's not a highlights guy. He's so bland that he doesn't even produce memorable plays. <laughs> Like a James Milner. But he's, um, people always go on, I laughed at this because people go, oh, look at his contract, contract. He's only the seventh highest paid quarterback this year, apparently. Who's the other six? Because are any of them actually earning it? I'm not. I, 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 you'd think, actually, I did take a photograph of it. So he's currently, he's fifth best performing quarterback, but he's only the seventh highest paid. So I that I'm calling. He's fifth best in the league. I'm calling that a bargain. He might be the um, fifth best in the um, NFC North. He's fifth. I mean, I'm just I'm saying that it's PFF rankings. He's overall fifth best performer. So, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Big Ben, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers are all getting paid more this year. I don't understand how Jared Goff gets money because he's fucking terrible. <laughs> just thinking the same thing. You're talking about Captain Bland. Yeah. In a league full of boring bastards, he is the top boring bastard. He's like he's been designed on a computer, and he Gerard Goff, like with the the hair and everything. He's just like 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 the default player you get when you you know you go on face of a franchise, and it's just that default setting. And they've just gone, yeah, I do. And the best kind of- he's done all year is that that shit spike he had a couple of weeks ago, where he just absolutely <laughs> panned at the camera or something. That was like Jared Goff's highlight for twenty twenty. The kind of guy you'd expect to be standing at the podium waiting for um, questions, doing a Sudoku. Piggy <laughs> Wings champion. Yeah. Oh, we're ready for questions. <laughs> um, right, yeah, so we, I think we need to work out this Captain Kirk moniker that he's given himself as well. Because I think it's possibly the shittest name in football. Has, I, honestly, has he given himself that? I think so. That's, I think that's what I read. I think he says that to himself in the mirror in the morning. You are captain. You're going to nail an alien today. <laughs> it calls a touchdown. I was going to say that because, 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 he never, because he never gets to see them. You don't quite believe him when he does get one. <laughs> Must be a government trick. <laughs> I mean, his actual. I thought I'm going to look up his his Twitter page here, and his his bio is just a Bible verse. <laughs> uh, what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God. So is it the mercy that he's taken a bit too much to heart? So when he does things like playing Glennon and the Jags. He figures that he should take mercy on them. So rather than playing really well and kicking <laughs> the shit out of them, he relies on his kicker to win the game. <laughs> to be to be to be Vegas's third choice quarterback from last year. Listen, don't, don't give the Jags like a beat down. They, they nearly had us as well. <laughs> the beat. 
if they're one of the few teams that we kick their ass, so I'm gonna I'm gonna sit up there. <laughs> Phil's just lashing out here because of the the anti dolphins rhetoric that Paul puts out on our pod every week. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say that it's not a little bit personal, but you do know the format of this show. <laughs> that is the exact purpose of it. <laughs> Just digging out for the I will give the, the one thing I will give Cousins credit for, apparently a random stat that came up, he's the only quarterback um, that for the last six seasons has thrown for 3,000 yards and 25 touchdowns. But True. considering that he was playing on teams like the Vikings and the um, uh, the Washington well, Redskins at that point, he must have been doing an awful lot of throwing because they would have been behind a lot. <laughs> Other good quarterbacks stay ahead in games. Oh, they, don't, they, they run far more. <laughs> he, didn't, he barely threw the ball in his first season, so he's made it up. <laughs> Yeah, 26 touchdowns already this season, so... As much as that? 12 interceptions. 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Not a bad going. It's like like a conspiracy theory, isn't it, Kirk Cousins? If you look hard enough, you actually start to believe it. Like, Andy said (laughs) the stuff on the bike. He's actually not that bad of a quarterback. Like, I feel like I'm going to be... I'm always about to start defending him myself, you know? (laughs) He's a really nice guy. <laughs> loves his loves his Jesus, you know. Yeah, just terrible at his job. If he if you had a daughter and she brought Kirk home, you'd be like, oh, seems like a good guy. Yeah, they're gonna wait until marriage. Got <laughs> a lovely a cappella voice as well. Yeah. Just pick the wrong career. You did you did Wentz last week. He's better than Wentz, surely. I think I'm better than Wentz. I, I don't know what Wentz is. He's like an oil tanker, isn't he? he? Just he's there. They can't really get rid of him. He's just there. He's bad for the environment. Which is well, yeah. It definitely hurts a lot for other players. For all Harry, for all the all our Eagle fans out there. <laughs> Already done then. We got another thirty-two weeks before we can get back into them. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. They they made a smart decision and got rid of their bland generic quarterback. Please, I don't, he's going to be coming towards, and I don't want him to. Not really. Uh, like, I really. I can't. I can't continue to be the co-host of this show if I get Carson Wentz because I'm slated. We'll do you week one of the season, then you can just get it out of the way. I do it every week of the season at this point. Uh, <laughs> right, so, so, so what else is defensible about Kirk Cousins? And we spoke about his uh, his love for Jesus, and he's definitely kissing his mum on the mouth. But apart from that, what is, else? What else? What else is about him? Resilience, whether that's a good thing or not, he never misses a bastard game. He's made of steel, considering he gets like mangled most seasons. He's been like eighth most sacked quarterback. Um, he's never injured. Uh, and I mean, to be honest, that is good for us because our depth is. I mean, we, we don't even have we don't even have an established second choice. It's just whichever one of the three knobheads has got the helmet hand on the sideline. Someone in single digits. Yeah, he's never not there. Who is no. your backup quarterback? Yeah, uh, it's uh, Nate Stanley, I think, or hey. Jake Browning. Wowza! Isn't like Browning like a really old gun or something like that? Sounds like one of them's the kicker. God forbid we have to actually use one of them. Is one of those a wide receiver up your practice squad? 
just, he's always there. You know, there's that. That's some kind of defence. What's good about Kirk? That's the, Kirk, e- that's the Eli, Eli Manning defence of quarterback yeah. play. <laughs> he's just there. Say what you want about him. He's hard to get rid of. <laughs> like an STI. <laughs> Congenital war on the, <laughs> to the franchise. Just as painful. <laughs> they get him off by freezing. That's why he's in Minnesota. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. This season just hasn't been uh, hasn't been. I said we'd go ten and six at the start of the season when I didn't know we were a bit shit. Um, we still could technically, but um, without losing, you know, we've got to beat the Saints and the Bucks on the way. So uh, I don't know. I think you got a good chance against the Bucks. They've been fairly average since Tom, uh, since Antonio Brown pitched up on them. Tom Brown so far. Tom Brown. I think it's because <sighs> Brady's constantly looking over his um, shoulder at Giselle with Antonio Brown in the room. <laughs> Just doesn't trust him. I said, I've got to be nice to him. He's on my team, but. Well, that is the sort of game where the neutral is going to be looking at. <clears throat> that Brady Cousins, then no one's going to be thinking that's the game that Kirk Cousins will lead them to a victory. No, not at all. Not at all. I, I think of the two, probably the Bucs have that. The Saints, mm. if Taysom Hill is the, the running back that game, uh, James Winston with his new fancy eyes will probably win that one as well. So you'll be what, 12? Are we on six and six now? No, six and seven. Uh, we're... I think it's six and six. Six and six. Yeah, I think it's six and six. So you're the same as the Arizona Cardinals. So you're not, not a complete shit this year, considering how you started. Like you've had a total flip out from the, the Bears, who started really strongly and have just been just not on any game since then. But their game against the Rams on that Monday night a few weeks ago was possibly the worst game of football I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I actually came away at four o'clock in the morning hating the sport because of it. <laughs> He's still going on about it now. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So we'll be, we'll be this time next year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I think if you accept, in... sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, in, when you look at the NFC North uh, quarterback situation, obviously undisputed number one. And you think Trubisky? We <laughs> look at the state of the others. I mean, well, at least we're not the Bears. And <laughs> as much as I like Stafford, and for years people have said, "Oh, yeah, but it's, it's the Lions. It's not his fault." I'm getting bored of that as well. Like sometimes it might just be his fault as well. I think if you, I, I think, I think, I think if you swapped um, Stafford for Cousins, you'd go further. I actually agree with that. I, I actually rate a long shot. I think Stafford's a much better quarterback. He can actually lead a team. He can put mm. a team on his back. Well, he's had to without having to, so, yeah, without having to walk around like that. A four-set donkey. Yeah, I think he's he's overall he's a better quarterback, but I just think look at the situations we were in. Like we're in a bit of a shit spot. Not being a great season, but at least we're not the other two. <laughs> that's a win. Very true. Can I can I just yeah. ask you, Andy, your opinion on the Ngokwe trade? <laughs> well, apparently the argument was we picked him up because we were going Oh, I think he's gone. Andy? Andy, come back. He's had enough of Kirk. Please. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kirk's brilliant. 
<laughs> oh, here, boy. Than- oh, there he is. Than- <laughs> you lost halfway through the Ngokwe trade. Ah, sorry. Um, just like the Vikings. I, yeah, I was just saying, apparently the logic <laughs> was we're going all in, let's get him. We're going all in on winning something. Um, fuck knows what. Uh, so, it's gone totally tits up. Um, we were never winning anything, not a division nor anything else. Um, especially when we lost to Neil Hunter and we've got other injury problems. So, yeah, really... Uh, one of the worst deals, probably. And and Rick's Rick's a pretty smooth operator, so for someone like him to make that deal, it's a bit of a mis- Did it not basically transpire that you traded a third-round pick for a second-round pick? Has he gone again? No, he's there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty poor. Yeah. But then I think to actually get something out of it, when it was evident that you were going nowhere, I can see the making a splash and trying to... Um, do something. And Ngakwe and Hunter were a fairly dangerous pair of pass rushers, so I could see the logic behind it. And I don't think it was, to to be fair, too terrible a bit of business to cut bait and run and at least get something back for it. Because therefore you traded a second for a third rather than a second for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it it was one of those. It could have worked out to be a a great move, but it was just a... It was a Hail Mary. Um, yeah. Unless they're going to trade in for about three cornerbacks, they're always going to struggle. <laughs> and a quarterback, sorry. Well, that's it. We, you know, you said earlier, Phil, we got rid of a shitload of defensive players. Some of them needed to go. Don't get me wrong. Uh, like Xavier Rhodes, he'd had probably his best years with us. Um, but nobody. And then when they got the new guys in, half of them ended up injured within two weeks. So the whole thing was a bit of a shit show, but those, those same young lads are starting to show a lot of promise now. So there's a lot to be optimistic about from a defensive point of view. So what do you think has changed from the start of the season to now? Because at the start of the season, you had dog shit and now you're just one dog shit. Um, I'm going to use the excuse of the uh, lack of, lack of, uh, Right. We'll stop. We'll stop um, slaying the Vikings. Um, <laughs> and oh, you might want to rewind that a bit. Just get that again. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, just the disruption to to the preseason. I think, but Kubiak, Kevin, get has helped. We just look a different team after the bye week. Um, not sure exactly what it is, but. Well, yeah, because you're one and five going into the bye week. I'm getting Jefferson bedded in because he started very slow. I think those first two games he did nothing. Which is to be expected from a rookie receiver. But I mean, yeah, you went you went into the bye week five, uh, one and five, I think, and since then you've been five and one. So obviously something yeah. turned around there. It, was it wasn't cousins. No, it definitely wasn't Cousins. There was a lot of, uh, of call-out I saw him. Turn around and start playing backwards. <laughs> Probably throw it further backwards anyway. Um, I saw more, player, zip, more pop, certainly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw a lot, of, uh, a lot of nonsense on Twitter about the some people saying they want to get rid of Mike Zimmer in the first couple of weeks of the season. I mean, it's clearly proved to be fucking well wrong at this stage. But where do you see... Do you, would you want to get rid of him or any of the coaching staff? 
No, no, I think, uh, well, he signed a new deal because we threw the kitchen sink at him as well um, in the off-season, so that would be another expensive mistake. Uh, but I, no, I don't see the point in getting rid of him. Um, he's had a lot of change to work with, very disrupted season again, whole new defence to try and bed in, and I think, you know, defence is, defence wins um, Super Bowls, as people say, and he's one of the better defensive-minded coaches. So give him give him a couple of years with this new group and see what he can do. Fair enough. Uh, has anyone got any more Kirk Cousins slating or defending to do? Um, yeah, why not? The the surprising thing I found out about Kirk Cousins is he's been in the league eight years. I had no fucking idea. I literally the the guy's not made of the you know a quarterback impact on me, I'd say. Um take what you want from that, but I I looked him up and I thought I, it's hard to slate him because like Andy says, the stats are there. But then you dig a bit deeper and you look into the cracks of the foundation and you start to realise in yeah, I, I wouldn't have him. I'll stick with um, one, you know, nine-toed Philip Rivers and one on Drew Brees over Kirk Cousins. Um, but yeah, Andy, I just want to personally thank you as a Vikings fan for giving us Saviour Rhodes because since he's come to Indy, mate, he's been one of the better defenders, uh, past defending cornerbacks in the league. So cheers for that. He he was incredible for us for for a few years. He did have a shit year last year and I think yeah. when, when he left everyone was like fair dues but all credit to him he's he's sorted it out uh, Phil anything else? Uh, I'd like to bring up his Monday night record <coughs> which I think kind of follows you thought you were going to get away with that didn't you? No 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 I've got I've got stats for this Go Excellent on. is it the, is it, is it one and nine? Yes so. one and nine Excellent, and uh, just uh, has hasn't beaten the betting spread in the nine games you lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, these um, these are really boring. Really, like these are to say these stats are clutched straws. Well, you used to be boring stats, but that kind of sums it all up, doesn't it? He's he's got a bet. This is really totally. Not only is this boring, it's totally irrelevant. But I'm going to say anyway. He's got a better pass. kind of stat. A better pass rating in Monday games than Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's going on his gravestone, that isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there, I, there is a certain category I can say I'm better than some good quarterbacks. So. <laughs> they also, I looked into those games when Paul was giving him shit in the off season, and we were conceding an average of 30, 30 points a game in those games. So he was he was up against it to say the least. Um, but then that's, I mean, some of that situational stuff as well, because if he's yeah. throwing picks in his half the field, then he's contributing to that rather than being harmed by it. No, no, it specifically says he didn't throw uh, a single pick in those games. <laughs> 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 that's why well, the lies, damn lies and statistics. <laughs> Uh, all right, we'll probably start wrapping this up then. Um, Andy, do you have like a closing argument on why we shouldn't hate Kirk Cousins? Because he's a real nice guy. I'm um, I could do better than that. 
he has nice hair. I'll do. Um, <laughs> no, he's I don't he's a guy who I don't expect anybody else to particularly like. Um he's in the insignificant group of players like Matt Ryan, who's just so boring, you just like oh poor guy. Um but He'll, he'll do for me for for another year. I think that's the best way to look at it. We've got bigger problems, um, and he's not he's not uh, he's not going to change. And I'm allowed to love him, so screw you guys <laughs> and hate him at the same time. Okay. Um, should we have a, a vote then? Is Kirk Cousins shit? Yes or no? I say yeah. It. Yeah. No. Right, three to one. Kirk Cousins is in fact shit. Um, <laughs> right then, Andy. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Where? What's the Twitter account of your podcast? Uh, it is a podcast called Outside the Huddle. It's outside underscore huddle. Uh, you guys do like competitions and stuff like that as well. Sometimes. Yeah, we've got a dolphins competition which is closed. We just haven't done the uh, draw for that one yet. Oh, jolly good. So no one can win by the time this comes out. That's fabulous. Uh, so I'm surprised that can send the amount of abuse that they get sent their way. <laughs> Is there some way of an apology? Phil will not be winning. <laughs> After all this, it is actually a fix then. Amazing. Um, all again. <laughs> all right then. So we have been the Russian Fumble. Uh, follow us at Russian Fumble on Twitter. You can email us, but for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what that actual email address is. Uh, we will take on all your suggestions to like take apart basically any player, any team. And we probably will get around to all of them eventually because this is actually quite a lot of fun. Um, Bill, Harrison, Andy, thanks very much all for coming on. And we'll probably just knock the recording on the edges now then. See you later, guys. Take care.